Savior. Christ is our firm foundation. And we are so glad that you're here this morning, church.
don't know if you can hear me or not. Good morning, Bridge. Isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. First of all, I love that song. I don't know about you guys, but the words in that song just move me. And when I'm reminded of the fact of the price that Christ paid for my life, and that line in, in it says that the price of, of, of his blood was the price of or his life. I see I mess him up all the time. His blood was the price he paid for my, for my sins, for me. And it's more than I can understand or grasp or even comprehend what that cost really was. And I don't know about you, but that is such an encouraging thought process that the creator of the universe sent his son to die on the cross for each one of us. And it just encourages me. And I love the fact that it's a better word because we are being filled with wrong words all the time in the life that we live in today. Amen? What's being spoken, what's being said, what's being distributed, it doesn't match with the word of God. It doesn't even compare to the word of God. But people are buying it hook, line, and sinker. And our responsibility is to preach truth and to preach the word of God and speak it. Amen? Well, welcome. I'm Scott, and I am uh, the associate pastor here at Bridge Community Church, for those of you that don't know me. And I have the pleasure of doing the announcements this morning. The first one is, it's an exciting thing, the Bridge Kids event starts this Wednesday night, right? Amen? It's going to be a a fun family day uh, at the beach, or not family day, but time at the beach for the family. There's an email blast that you can look at and and take a look at that. You can go online and on the website for more information. It's for the K through 5 kids and their parents. So if you're not in fifth grade, you you, you don't have a parent in there, you you know, if if you want to go to the beach, check with Pastor Danny. I don't think he's going to let you go. No, just kidding. (laughs) Throwing Throwing you under the bus there. Um, the second thing I want to talk about, something exciting, is the summer kickoff. Midweek barbecue is coming up. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That'll be Wednesday, June 21st at 6 p.m. in the back. And it's really just a, a time to gather together to celebrate what we're doing as we enter into the summer. It's going to be a, a lots of food, lots of fellowship, and just a time to gather on a Wednesday night as we prepare to go into the summer season. It's a, it, you know, and it's always good food and fellowship, so I want to encourage you in that as well. And then Ohana Sunday is coming up. You can clap for that as well. That's coming up on July 2nd. And that's an exciting time where we gather together in the Fellowship Center as families. We have a great meal. We spend time just getting to know one another. Hopefully you sit by somebody that you don't know or you just met. And you begin to develop a relationship and get to know one another. But it's just a neat time. Everybody's invited. Invite your neighbors if they want to come. We want to have everybody. It's just a great time in the back to hang out together. I do want to mention that if you feel inclined to bring a dessert, which I vote that you do, um, bring a dessert. That would be wonderful if you did that. We would appreciate that. I my waistline wouldn't appreciate it, but it would, it would still be good. And then also, if you wouldn't mind, donations are accepted, right? We're providing the food, but if you have a small donation you'd like to give it, we would really appreciate that as well. And then last but not least, those of you that had artwork that, for the Jubilee, which was fantastic, uh, we do have all the artwork over here in the prayer room. So as you walk through the lobby, you'll see a little door on the right before you hit the exit. You can go in there and grab your artwork. It's all set it in there so you can take it with you as you go. And then last but not least, we want to talk about the tithes and the offerings. But I just want to say something real quick. You know, my wife and I had a chance to leave. We literally left after Jubilee that night straight from the church, right? We were a little crazy in that, I I will admit. But we had a chance to get away and drive and spend some time together. And, And as we were driving away, we just kept talking about the goodness of God and what he's done for us as a church, what he's done for us individually. We just began to thank the Lord for the things that he's done in our lives. 
And in doing so, it's like, look, you know, we just declared over ourselves, and I, I really think it works for everybody in here, that this is the year of Jubilee, right? You're going to take every day, and you're going to be thankful for what God has done. It's a new beginning every morning when you wake up, right? And to begin to trust the Lord in your, for what God's doing in your life. And that time that we spent away, just kind of getting into, you know, spending time with the Lord, I was really excited to see the sign still up because we were gone last week. I was like, oh, I hope they don't take that down because it just speaks to me. And if it doesn't speak to you, begin to ask the Lord, you know, what is it? What is it? What, why can't I get the spirit of Jubilee? But it is something that I believe God is speaking over this body. And not just us as individuals, but as a group. That This is a new beginning. God is beginning something anew and afresh. And it's an exciting time to be a part of the things of God. Amen? All right. We are excited because what? We have a wonderful congregation that always ties. They always give. We're just blown away as we go to board meetings and it's just great. Because we get to just sit and talk about how awesome all of you guys are. And we thank you. We really do. It is a privilege to be a part of the staff and be in those board meetings with men that care about the church and that are, are, are prayerful into what we're going to do to use our ties and finances for. So I just want to say how much we appreciate and love you guys and how faithful you are. And, and thank you so much for that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning with just joy in our hearts, Lord God. And Lord, even now, I just declare a spirit of jubilee over each person in this room. The Lord, if for some reason they don't feel that they're, they're excited about this newness of what's happening, the, the changes that you've made, God, the excitement that comes, the celebration aspect of it. The Lord, they would just rehearse all the things that you've done for them in their lives. And the thankfulness that they have for what you've done for them. God, I thank you that, Lord, you are continually giving to us your love, your grace, your mercy. You provide finances, Lord Jesus. You give us joy when we are in, in deep depression, Lord. You bring us out of anxiety and worry. God, you can meet us right where we are. You can walk us through trials and tribulations because you're the God of salvation. You're the God that cares. And so I pray a blessing over this congregation this morning, Lord God. And I pray that, Lord, you would bless the tithes and the offerings. That, Lord, you would continue to give us wisdom and how, how we use them. And that, Lord, that we would bless those around us in this community and those afar off as missionaries. God, we thank you that we have a chance to enter back into worship, to spend time in your presence, God. I pray the cares of the weak, the worries, the doubts, the fears, whatever that you may be struggling with, God, that those, all those things would just fall aside. And that, Lord, as we enter into your worship and into your presence, God, that you would move in our lives. We pray a blessing over Pastor Danny as he brings the word. And, God, I ask that, Lord, you would just speak through him that we would hear you through his voice. Bless this time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
song moves me every time we sing it. And the, the line that just really moved me this time was that we've got more reasons to sing than to fear. And we know that uh, the enemy's tactic is to incite fear, so to make you afraid, and then for you to feed that fear and him to continue to gain power in your life, right? And so we expose that because that's what he does. We don't expose it to somehow glorify the enemy, but we expose it because he's got a few tactics that go over and play out over and over again in our lives. And so as we sing this song, we're reminded that our reason to sing is because of the freedom that we have in Jesus. Our reason to sing more than that fear. So our, our song, our glorification of God, our, our putting God, putting God in his rightful place, it begins to diminish that fear in our life until we're able to just crush that fear through the power of Jesus. Are you, are you hearing me? So the song doesn't say there are no fears. Fear is a reality. Fear is a reality and and it's fed, but the song says when we gain a perspective, when we begin to reframe our experience through the lenses of who God is in our lives, then our fears diminish and we overcome them. And so it does us no good to just go, oh, I, don't any, I don't have any fears. It does us a lot of good to submit them to God and go, here they all are. Here they are. I submit them to you and I sing over them, right? I sing over those fears. And I believe that's a, a, an act of warfare that we can take this morning. I, I think we understand this, but what we're doing right now is a tremendous privilege. It's a huge privilege, right? That we're, we're together as the family of God in one accord in the presence of God, singing songs to Him, honoring, glorifying God. That there's a power and a presence that's here that's a privilege to us, that the King of glory would long to fellowship with us. The song says that your grace holds me now. And I just wonder for you and for me as individuals, what's that like to be held by God's grace, right? God is like, here, I want to hold you by my grace. And are we going, no, I'm too afraid for that, or I've got too much on my mind. But in this moment where we're privileged to be together worshiping him, what would it look like for you to be held by God's grace? To be free of the condemnation, the guilt, and here's the big one, all the shame, right? to let it go in the presence of God because he's good and he longs to hold you with his grace. And so we're going to sing that song again. We got more reasons to sing than to fear. We have a posture of response to a God who wants to hold us by his grace to be willing and and just go, okay, here, hold me, hold me, God. So if you don't feel like singing, that's okay. Just be in God's presence. If you want to sing out in a declaration, but let your song be greater than your fear. Amen. Let your song be greater than your fear. And let's see what God does through his grace. Yeah, would you guys lead us?
thank you that you hold us, that you sustain us, that you're on our side. God, we look to you now. Lord, we, we offload the things that we tend to carry as extra baggage. And here in your presence, we stand free before you. Our hearts open wide to hear your voice. Lord, that your word would come alive. That, Lord, it would reach the places of our hearts that need instruction. That your Holy Spirit would be our teacher. And that, God, we would leave this place better than when we came in. Because we were with you. And because your word became a lamp and a light to us where we needed it. So we submit to the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for your goodness over our lives. We thank you that our song is greater than our fear. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen.